I'm matchmaker Maria, the founder of Agave Match. For over a decade, I've combined four generations of family matchmaking tradition with modern relationship psychology, behavioral science, and dating trends. With this unique expertise, I answer your dating and relationship questions and interview experts to give you the tools to find or keep the love of your life. This is Ask a Matchmaker. Welcome to the Ask a Matchmaker podcast. This is Matchmaker Maria and happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, your girl is celebrating Valentine's Day because of course I am. I am one of those matchmakers. I don't know why anyone would expect anything less. And of course, to celebrate Valentine's Day, I'm going to call on my work husband, matchmaker Louis Felix, to join me on this week's edition of Hotline. Louis, happy welcome. Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. So exciting. Such a great day today. It is a great day today. And for those who are listening, yes, this episode is obviously pre recorded. We're not recording at 3 a.m. on Valentine's Day. But if you are <laughs> listening to this early in the morning on Valentine's Day, uh, why don't you tune in to like to the Today Show or CBS uh, mornings? Uh, or if you're in Australia, the morning show, because your girl is all over it today. So amazing. Congratulations. Wow. Such a big week for you. Thank you. I have, I have an entire Valentine's Day wardrobe. Uh, I even bought shoes. I bought red shoes to wear. Um, and uh, yeah. And it's funny because I can't like while we're pre-recording it, I can't really talk about it. But now that this is going to come out on Valentine's Day, now I can talk about it. So, you know, to future Maria, Valentine's Day, Maria, good job, girl. You've got this. <laughs> But Can't the anxiety is it. kicking up. The anxiety is starting to kick up because today I, ha- I had uh, two practice runs with two support stations and they were just asking a lot of questions. And I asked them like, how long is this segment? Because this phone call is 30 minutes. And they're like, it's going to be four minutes. I'm just like, how are we going to fit all this into four minutes on TV, wow. on live TV? And yeah, I'm not going to no, be speaking for four minutes. They're going to ask questions. There's going to be like, you know, ebb and flow. Right. Well, I got the pleasure of seeing a sneak peek of what you're going to wear on CBS Morning Show today. So it's so, so cute. And I can't wait for every, you have to watch just to see what she's going to wear. Cause it's, yeah. it's really, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. like so excited. And, and this, this particular dress was not a rent the runway dress. I, uh, I straight up was like, I need to own this. <laughs> I'll, <laughs> if I take a ton of photos, maybe I'll Poshmark, Poshmark it later, but like, I was like, yeah, this if, if, I mean, it's so cute. You have to take a bunch of photos. Oh yeah. I'm going to give myself a whole photo shoot at the studios. I can't wait. I'm Amazing. so excited. So C- CBS morning is with G- Gail King, right? Yeah. CBS mornings with Gail King and um, the today show was already has been pre-recorded the today show uh, because, okay, get this, you know, that couple that met through my Instagram stories that the today show wrote about oh, like yeah. a month ago. They're yeah. flying them into New York. No to, way to interview them. So, like that guy was on this podcast a year ago. That's like insane. last February. And I said to him, Hey, put a story up, like put your photo, put some stats about yourself. And he said, you know, I live in Austin and I'm liberal and this is my height. And you know, this is what I look like, and this is what I do for a living, and this is my comfort TV show. Like, you know, just and he didn't say like what he's looking for. He's just like, I'm just looking for a really nice woman. That's it. Like I'm a straight man. Right. And he tagged me and I shared it. 
And then some women reached out to him, but one of them, Melissa, so that was Daniel. And then Melissa mm-hmm. reached out to him and you know what? It is. She did not live in Austin. She lived all the way in freaking Uvalde, like on the other side of the state. Wow. But guess what? They made it work. And now they're being flown out to the Today Show for their Valentine's Day episode. And I'm, I've been pre-recorded to like say some nice things. Um, I'm really excited. Uh, I'm really excited for them. I can't wait. I cannot wait for that. And then I also can't wait to hang out with my girl Gail on CBS Mornings and uh, give everyone a dating strategy so that, mm-hmm. you know, maybe next Valentine's Day, you're with someone that you uh, feel very happy with. And yeah. not in a situation ship. <laughs> you know what I love about that story? Like, I, you know, I do the dating strategy calls every day. Mm-hmm. And one of the most common fears that I hear from women, especially, is that they don't feel comfortable reaching out to the men. They don't right. feel comfortable actually, you know, saying hi or like, you know, liking somebody. They want the men to pursue them. So I love that he put his profile out there and she just like went for it. You know, she said, Hey, this is me. This is who I am. And they met and look what happened. It was such an amazing outcome. That's so awesome. I love it. It was quick. And it's quick too. Like they got engaged nine months later and their wedding is this June. Like that, that's how it, that's how it is. That's how you do it. So, uh, I'm so excited for them. And, um, I'm excited for all the other couples that are listening to today's episode or might see me on TV, the, the future couples I'm excited for the future couples. Now I'm like, how many more matches can we do in this year? Like, I'm like, just so amped right now. I'm so excited. And I've been practicing. I've been practicing what I'm going to say. Uh, it's like, I'm trying to, you know, cause they don't tell you, you know, like you kind of a general idea, but they don't really tell you like what they're really going to talk about. Like when I was on CBS mornings last summer, I had an idea of what we're going to talk about, but then like literally three minutes before air, Gail King comes into the green room. She's like, yeah, we're going to scrap that. We're going to talk about these things instead. And I'm like, what? Like, so I remember just like, then they're like, okay, sit on this couch and wave before we go to commercial, Mm -hmm. before we take you on. I'm just like in my head, like, okay, running every scenario. So that's what I've been doing this last day. Like, but yeah, so, but but you're so good at it. You're so good at like just answering questions. You know, on the fly. Let's with, do it. We're going to do it today. Yeah. We're going to do it. We're doing it today. Here. Another thing happening this week. Uh, and, I'm, and this is going to take like a 90 degree turn right now, but we'll come back to it. But, you know, uh, this is all about the human experience. And there are humans on the other side of the planet that are just having a really rough go of their human experience. Um, so uh, if you uh, follow me on Instagram, um, la- you know, last week's Ask a Matchmaker, I dedicated that day to raising money for the organization called Direct Relief, which is uh, providing necessary funds to um, survivors of the earthquakes that happened in Turkey and Syria. If you would like to donate, head on over to my Instagram. It's right on my, it's like right underneath uh, my bio. There's a link right there. You can donate, donate your Starbucks coffee today. Like put in some good human juju by just, you know, giving $5. Like, I just, I feel like it makes me feel less helpless by doing this because you see the images on TV and it's just so breathtakingly sad. It's just devastating what's happened over there. And I feel like it, Makes, I don't know if you feel helpless, but I feel helpless not doing anything. So instead I'm doing this. So I'm raising money. And if you want to donate to that, there's a link right there. If you want to donate somewhere else, donate somewhere else, but do something 
we are yeah. all part of this human experience together and you know they they just need help they need it's a, you know, yeah i i read something today and it just really struck me someone said to show compassion is to build courage and i was like yeah that's that's what it is right this is compassion and you provide courage um to others to keep on living in that struggle. Yeah, and it, it takes courage to take action, you know. So most people just stay quiet and just are devastated by what they're watching and they don't do anything. So I love right. that you're actually, you know, trying to help and trying to do something. It's it's really <sighs> incredible. And we gotta do something. So devastating. But yeah. 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 This is the platform. And listen, you know what? You don't have to go to my Instagram, go to the show notes. On the show notes, I will have a link to uh the fundraiser for direct relief. If you want to donate money, all of that money heads on over there and um yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be supporting this organization and all of their efforts. All right, let's go back. Do you miss me from being in California two weeks ago? Oh my God, that was so awesome. That was so fun. Of course I miss you. That was the best time. It's, it's always great hanging out with you though. Yeah, I feel like we hang out all the time because I see your face on Zoom all day, every day. Right. Um, but it was really nice seeing you in person and giving you a big hug and spending all that quality time together. I do want to say just really quick that if anyone is wondering, I know this is coming out on Valentine's Day and I understand that, but this is a good gift idea for anyone in the future. Um, three years ago, this is before the pandemic kicked off, I got my husband a sous vide for Valentine's Day. Right. Let me yeah. tell you, that is the best Valentine's Day gift I've ever gotten him, ever. And now every Valentine's Day, I feel like I'm failing. Yeah, I have the opposite experience. <laughs> Whenever I get anything that has to do with kitchen or cooking, that's not a gift. That's basically making them work more, you know? So, I mean, my favorite part of this week uh, was absolutely your spouse texting me, asking me if I'm going to buy George an Instapot as if we don't, as if, as if we're not on our third one. Oh, wow. Okay. We just got one and it's oh, life-changing. Really? Yeah. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. I've been sending recipes, uh, to them like all week for the Instapot. So yeah. Uh, Jenna, uh, just wrote in also good gift idea. The Stanley Tucci cook cookbook. Yes. Hmm. Okay. Absolutely. Okay, let's take our questions for this week's hotline, Valentine's Day edition. Welcome to the Ask a Matchmaker hotline. How can we help you? Hi, um, I have a question. I am a, I would say a fairly devout Christian, um, and I have kind of strong boundaries when it comes to physical um, I, physical boundaries in dating. Uh, and so one of those is I do not want to have sex until I get married. Do I need to put that on my dating profile? How important is that? I I, I would want to know that before I met you. I, I think yes. I think you, you should absolutely put it on the dating profile. Yeah, I would. How how would you write that in the dating profile? There's no like place for her to check that off. I mean, I think it's pretty simple. I think you just put it in your bio. You know that you know I'm I'm a Christian woman with physical boundaries and not looking to become intimate until after marriage. I mean, it's you pretty, pretty that- straightforward. You would write that in the online dating profile. I think that it's misleading if you don't write it. I think she you can't. absolutely, absolutely See, have to make it here. I think, I don't think she has to put, I don't think she has to lay it out like that, but I think she could certainly say it uh, when they're messaging back and forth after the first date is set. Like for instance, if the first date is set, um, you know, you, there is a way that you could say like, Hey, you know, before you meet, I just want you to know that um, I really value my faith. And for this reason, I, 
am, I don't know what the right words are here now, but like, I am abstaining from sex until marriage, or I don't know if those are the right words. The, the caller can certainly correct me here, but that's when I would say like after the date is set up. So that way, like there's no online dating is kind of weird, right? People will find any reason to say no. Like there are people right now swiping no to people who are wearing Eagles jerseys, like the dumbest reason. That's a dumb reason to say no to someone. So well, I'm not asking, I'm not asking her to wear a t-shirt that says I'm going to wait till marriage to have sex. But, mm-hmm. you know, I think that if you're on my idea, like if you're on Christian mingle or if you're on eHarmony, those are Christian based um, dating sites. Mm-hmm. So I don't necessarily think that you have to put it in your bio on those type of uh, uh, dating sites or apps. Um, but if you're on like Bumble or Hinge, I mean, really, if I look at it, like you don't want to waste your time with somebody who's, you know, not interested um, in pursuing something with you. So you're just being upfront. I think it's, I think it's totally fine to just be very clear and upfront about, about where you are and what you believe in and what you represent. Why, why hide, hide from it or shy away from it? What does, uh, for the caller who's called in, what does your profile say right now? So I've kind of done some experimenting, uh, on Bumble. I have it on there on hinge. I do not. What do you have? What does it say on Bumble? It says, oh, I'm trying to remember. <laughs> I think it says, I'm a little snarky about it, if I'm being honest. And I say, <laughs> um, since this is so important, uh, I will not be having sex until I'm married. Like, just very, very straightforward. Even if you have a ring and you got engaged, you still wouldn't cross that line? You're really going to wait until the, <laughs> the wedding day? Um, you sound like the last guy I went on a date with. <laughs> I mean, that's oh a reasonable question, but, um, may I ask like, how old are you? I'm 37, that's... not a virgin. I, uh, kind of renewed faith. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how is that working for you? Like saying, <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not being snarky. I'm really yeah. asking you a question here. I'm genuinely and authentically asking you this question now, right? How is this working for you? Like you're 37. So I'm going to assume your age bracket is like 35 to 47. You're dating yeah. in a pool where there are some of those men might be single dads. Um, right. a lot of those people, um, have obviously had sex before. Um, so do people, how many messages do you get? Like, tell me how that's working for you. Like since you're doing an AB test, right? So on one app, you haven't said on the other app you have, what is the message rate? Yeah. I don't get very many messages or matches even on Bumble, which is where it's written. Uh, I get probably two to three matches a day on hinge and not that many dates. So it is very, I do live in New York city where the pool is great, but you know, it's difficult. And I, you know, it's, it's so on Hinge, you're not getting that many dates because you tell them in the messaging after, because the Hinge is the, the site that you're not actually being forthcoming with, right? You're Right. So I don't, yeah. some I've told outright and then others it's been like, oh, wow, she's actually really serious about her faith. And then we kind of both decide, like, I didn't even mention sex. It's just like a, oh, you go to church every week. Okay, cool. And then I kind of make the decision of, um, oh, you don't go to church at all. Okay. This is not what I thought it was. Yeah. That's a tough one. I mean, if, I, if I'm being really honest, right. So as a man, 
Um, I'm going to look at that profile and say, or I'm going to talk to you and I'm going to think, okay, so she's already had sex, right? So she's just not going to have sex until marriage now. So, Mm -hmm. you know, how is that fair? Right. So that's, I'm just being brutally honest. Like I'm I'm going to wonder how that's fair. Like, like if I'm, if I'm committed to you and I actually give you a ring and ask you to marry me, I'm serious, right? Why would I go and buy a ring and spend all this money and like commit to you and, you know, you tell your family, you tell your friends, everybody knows it's public. Sure. You know, like, I don't know. I kind of feel, and, and listen, I respect your position and I don't, I don't want to come across as someone who's like sounding judgmental. That's not at all what I'm trying to do here. I just, I mean, it's, it's tough. Like, I feel like you're getting these dates on hinge and then they find out and then you're not meeting anybody. And then you're forthcoming about it on Bumble and you're not meeting anybody. I think you're voicing, um, you're voicing out, you're, you're articulating out loud what the objections are probably going through the people that she's dating. Right. Let me ask you a few more follow-up questions. Sure. Um, so when you say sex, uh, how are you defining that? Is that just penis and vagina penetration, or does that include like oral sex or grinding on each other or anal sex? Like what, what are we including here? I would say it includes anything with genitalia. So Oral. Oh, wow. Full band. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's and really so tough. Can, can I ask you, what are your I relationship know. goals? Like, are you looking to get married and have children? At, uh, I know you're 37. So yeah. is that something that you're thinking? You don't have children now? I don't have kids. I've never been okay. married. I would love to have kids, but I'm also realistic about it. Like, um, oh, you have time. You have totally I, time. I hope so. No, <laughs> but do. at the same time, I'm trying to like, maybe guard my heart a little bit. <laughs> Yeah. So in case that, that doesn't happen. Um, but yeah, I would love to have a family. That's kind of my ultimate goal. I mean, I listen, Maria, if I'm, if I'm being honest again, just because like, I think this is really important, especially on a podcast like this. Mm-hmm. Yes. Women can have children well into their forties. I don't think that's an issue or concern anymore as much as it was, you know, 20 years ago, maybe because pe- women are healthier today. They're more aware technology, doctors, a lot of women are freezing their eggs. I speak to them every day. Mm -hmm. Um, So there are a lot of different options, but just the sheer percentage of men that are open to having women with children every year over 37, 38, 39, 40, it gets smaller. Yeah. It gets smaller and smaller and smaller. Like it's like, I feel like it's not forget the sex part, right? Like it's just take that out of the equation for a second. All right. We're already, she let's the sex thing is a symptom. That's it. That's all. It's just, it's one thing. It's not the overall messaging, right? Which is that this particular caller is religious. Right. All right. So let's just pretend she didn't have the sex restriction, which includes oral sex and includes anal sex. It includes all of that it includes vagina and penis penetration it includes all of that. Right. So what I'm hearing is that this person really values their religion. What I'm also hearing is this person is 37 in a city where men are extremely discriminatory when it comes to age, because frankly, there are just more single straight women than men. So in that demo, that's just what's going to happen. It happens in a lot of cities where there's way more women than men. We see it in Miami. We see it in LA. Uh, We see it in college towns where there's just way more women than men. And men can be a little bit more selective uh, with the exception of engineering schools where there's way more men than women. Um, So to me in hearing this, I think my immediate reaction is first of all, I'm okay with disagreeing with Louie. I don't think that you need to put that on your profile. I said that from the beginning, I can see you just did an AB test for me. And you told me that you're not getting any messages on Bumble. The reason why you're not getting any messages on Bumble 
is because you have that message there. Because at the end of the day, dating apps are entertainment apps, right? That's the umbrella they belong under. And if you don't believe me, head on over to their terms of use and look at what it says. This is for entertainment purposes. All right. So with that said, I don't think just like people don't want to read stuff like if you voted for this swipe left, it's the same thing here, right? It's like too much too soon, right? People just want to get to know you. And one of the things that I would recommend you write is my faith is very important to me. And I follow, um, let me play around with this. One. My faith is very important to me. Um, and it guides my behavior, right? Like there's like, there's certain little dog whistles, if you, if you will, that tell people a little bit more like, oh, maybe she's abstinent. Um, let's have a conversation. Whereas having it on a banner that says like, no sex from me. Okay. The second thing that I would tell you is that I don't know what radius you're dating in, but New York city is an extremely tough place to date with those restrictions, especially, uh, I assume, are you Christian? Yes. So that's a really tough restriction in this city, in your age group that you're dating in. And so what I would recommend you do is open it up to a national search, open it up, like travel, like head on over to Toronto, head on over to Montreal, head on over to Chicago, head on over to Ohio. Like we need to open up the parameters as much as possible to attract people who share not only in the same values, but in your faith, like someone who's wants to go to church with you every Sunday, who might want to go to a Bible study class, who is going to promote the same values that you hold for yourself, which are 100% valid to your children that you will one day have. Um, and the other thing that I would add is that online dating is not your only solution. So highly recommend you, if whatever faith you belong to, I'm sure there's conventions. I'm sure there's ministries. I'm sure there's social stuff happening across the country. Mm-hmm. Head on over to that convention, head on over to that social event. Um, like, is there a museum opening? Is there a gallery opening that rec- that, you know, showcases someone that is in your faith? head on over there because that's, what's going to bring you around more people who share in those values and the lifestyle that you want to participate in. But you know, you weren't right, Maria. You said, I'm going to disagree with Louie. You know, you weren't right. Right. You can't disagree with me because I'm changing my position. Oh, okay. okay. Here's my position. It doesn't matter if she says she's waiting till marriage for sex, or she doesn't say that she's waiting till marriage from sex. The only difference is when she says she's not, she's going to wait for marriage for sex, nobody's responding to her. And when she right. doesn't mention it, people are responding, but they're still not meeting her. So I don't know. Yeah. I, it's I, like I it, does, it doesn't I, make any sense. You should be on eHarmony or you should yeah. be on Christian Mingle. Like really focus on Christian sites. And I think I you'll be okay. I 100% agree with what you're saying there. You're saying, I understand what you're saying, which is that, you know, if she keeps on her profile, she says in a message, he's still not, if the guy doesn't want to wait, He's still not going to want to meet her. And I agree with you. But at the same time, at the same time, there is this place where some men might, I'm not saying all men, I'm not even saying it's a high percentage, but I'm saying maybe there is this one or two or 3% of men who might see this messaging and hear her say, well, you know, I want to do this. And in those messages back and forth, they discover what that means to her. And then they say, you know what? maybe I want to try that out too. And that's just kind of like what I'm hoping for, right? I'd rather her be able to educate people on her faith or what it means to her and see if someone's open-minded versus full-on block. Or men are going to see that and think like, oh, this is a great challenge. You know, I bet I can get her to have sex with me before marriage because that's that's just how we think, right? Like we're just like wondering... 
you know, maybe if we fall in love and, you know, get her a ring, maybe, you know, things will happen. I don't know. I, I think that you just, just, just focus on, on Christian sites. I don't know if you've ever been on meetup.com. Meetup.com might be an interesting um, option for you because I'm sure they have Christian groups on meetup.com. I'm sure they have singles Christian groups on meetup.com. So if you haven't ever tried meetup.com, um, you know, personally, I think maybe or get meeting somebody organically could be your best option. I love Maria's ideas with like going to the, you know, either the different um, uh, Christian, um, what did you say? Like the uh, retreats, ministries, those Christian retreats, retreats, the ministries. Um, right. Another idea that yeah. I have for you, I just thought about it is like contact different priests around your, around the tri-state area and be like, the Hey, pa- pastors. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't, well, yeah. I, I, my church is a priest. I don't have a pastor. There, there, there's all kinds of terms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Greek anyway, people have priests and reverends. Um, whatever it doesn't matter uh con- you contact your priest whatever contact your the guy who talks to god and tell him like i am a single woman and this is all about me and here's my photo and if you just put yourself out there just be like if you have any amazing men who uh are in your bible study group or um share in the same values with me i would love to meet them like why not let your spiritual father um you know a, a spiritual person in your community set you up you got to put yourself out there. What do you have to lose? That's what I would do. I would just like straight up head on over to every single pastor and be like, here's my photo. Like pretend you're casting. I kind of love that. That's great. Um, and then man, that would make such a good New York times bow, um, story. <laughs> if that, if you did it that way. Yeah. Go I ahead. just Googled uh, there. Yeah. I just doodled Googled, um, you know, dating for virgins and, um, I mean, that's she's tough too, virgin, because though. she's not a virgin, right? But so I don't know. That's you got me on this one. I don't know. What's the uh, I'm just curious and you don't have to tell us, but what is the denomination you belong to now? Uh, Presbyterian. Do you belong to any church in the city in the city? I do. Yes. Are there um, any men there? There are men there. Um, a lot of single men in the evangelical world are very socially awkward that are my age. Um and so that's a challenge. I have given a couple of them a chance because I don't, you know, why not? Um, and that, that has not worked out well. You're in a really weird dating pool in the wrong city. Yeah. And I'm just going to be honest with you. You need to move. Oh, no. Yeah. It, this York. is not. Well, you have to date outside the city then. Like, yeah. Yeah. you just told us, like, this is a really... This is a tough question, man. I got to say, but I think, I think, hard, we, yeah. I think, I hope we handled it with care. Um, Absolutely. I, I really appreciate, appreciate our it. And, um, and, uh, I, I wish you a lot of luck. Let us know if anything, what we said works out. We, we did give you a few solutions. And yeah, listen, everybody listening, if you want to wait until marriage and you are between the ages of 37 and 47, because that seems realistic to me, you should reach out to matchmaker Maria, put in your information on the website. All right. Thank you again. Uh, let's go to the next question. Welcome to the Ask a Matchmaker Hotline. How can we help you? Hi, Maria. Hi, Louie. I have Hi. a question about, um, well, I went on this great date last Thursday. We matched on Bumble, went to happy hour. It was like two hours. It was wonderful. And then he texted me on Friday. He said, it was wonderful getting to meet you yesterday. And, you know, I replied, happy Friday. I'm very happy we met. I had a wonderful time with you but I haven't heard anything in a week. And I'm kind of like, 
you know, if he wanted to, he would, but listening to your podcast, I think it's more about like being more proactive. And I think I'm just kind of overthinking, do I reach out? Do I just let it go? I don't want to be the one planning all the things and doing all the heavy lifting. Do you have any advice for me? I feel so bad for you because this is the dumbest week for stuff like this to happen because I feel like people put so much pressure on Valentine's day that like, God forbid you got on a really good first date, the beginning of the month. It's like, Oh, do I want to like, cause now it's like, you have to make a decision. Cause then you're there, your Valentine. I mean, I'm just assuming now, like I'm assuming wildly about men and maybe some men will be like, I don't care, but this is just my thinking as a matchmaker, of course. Um, so you said it's been a week since he reached out. Yes, that's correct. So he reached out like the day after our first date, which was a week ago and said how wonderful of a time he had, but I haven't heard anything. And you reached out, you said, you said you responded back to him, right? Yeah. I responded back. Just, I had a wonderful time too. It was great to meet you, you know, pleasantries. Well, I think I know what Louis is going to say, which is like, you have nothing to lose. So let's yeah, exactly. That's like, you're reading my so, mind. You're reading your my phone mind. Out, the more you have to it. lose, the less risk you take. If you have nothing to lose, risk it all. Yeah. It's been so a week, right? It's been last Thursday. So today, you know. Let's okay. take your phone out. You got your phone? Got it. Let's text them. Uh-oh. What are we going to say? <laughs> what are we going to say? Um, so what happened at, wait, what did you do yeah. at happy hour? I'm just so curious. Like, what did you guys, did you play we darts? Talked. Did you do anything or just had a drink and talked? We just had a drink, had some food, talked. Um, we like work. Can close. you remember anything that he liked to do something interesting or like, did he like to play pool? Did he like to play golf? Did he like to anything interesting like that? We both like to ski. Okay. Well, that's a tough one. Um, um, so like, if he liked to golf, you can just say, Hey, um, let I challenge you to a game of mini golf, you know, like, like something fun and interesting. That's, that's kind of like a little more proactive. I mean, she could say that now. Yeah. You can say that now. DC. You live in DC. DC. Okay. Okay. Hold on. In DC. Yeah. And he was like, Oh, you know, you should come. Like he mentioned his neighborhood. He was like, Oh, next time, you know, we got to get you out to my neighborhood. What's his neighborhood. I don't, um, a neighborhood in DC. Isn't DC like this tiny little dot? Like, what? no, it's big when you're there. I mean, on the map, it's a little sure. dot, but you know, I, when you're I know, there, but everything there's... is like a 20 minute Uber. Like, we all need to calm down. Um, well, maybe not in DC. If the president's driving somewhere, forget it. It's going to be two hours. Yeah, exactly. Okay. It depends on traffic. Yeah. So... We both work in a neighborhood outside of DC. Okay. So we work in the same neighborhood. And we met in that neighborhood for happy hour. Okay. So what's the Ben's chili bowl? I think you need to say, I'm craving a Ben's chili bowl. Meet me there. Okay. Right. Is is it open? How, what time is it there? It's nine 49. Shoot. Don't do that now. That's weird. (laughs) Just be like, well, tomorrow night. Here's what you're going to say. I think I'm craving a Ben's. That's a great idea. Actually, by the way, Louie. Yeah. I think I'm craving a Ben's chili bowl. I think you should send him a text that says. Ben's Chili Bowl tomorrow, 7 p.m. See you there. You're going to, what? Wow. Are you serious? You have nothing to lose. What does she have to lose? Well, maybe he'll be like, I can't do tomorrow. Well, that's why you could respond. He's like, I can't do tomorrow. How about Then he'll Saturday? respond. That's even better. All right. So let's do it. Let's, 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 let's. Oh my God. I don't know. Uh, this would make a really good New York Times Vow section article, too, if it works out. 
Are you doing it? Sounds it sounds like one of those romantic comedy movies where he's been like, you know, he fell and twisted his ankle and he's been in the hospital for a week and he doesn't have his phone. And so then you're going to like text this thing and he's and he texts again and texts again. Could you imagine like, if he responds while we're phone. recording? Like, okay. Yeah, I love it. I mean, I don't know. All right. What where are we lose? on the texting? Do you have the phone in your hand? I do. Wait, do you, okay. Do you eat Ben's chili bowl? It's a little spicy. No, I don't. I mean, yeah, I don't really like Ben's. I'm sorry. I got to think okay. about something. But can I say I like dinner thought, like, tomorrow? Like, is no, that we got to be more definitive. Something interesting. Yeah, something more interesting. Like, like I don't know. Do you know like a place that has that's known for something good? Like something original and and and, and really good that okay. he's gonna want to go get. What What neighborhood is he from? You want me to say the neighborhoods? Is he in Stanton Park? Is he in Capitol Hill? Is he in East End? He lives in Shaw. Where? Shaw. I it's like north of Capitol Hill. But is he a Ben's Chili Bowl type of guy? That's what I'm wondering. You want to do something that he wants to do. Yeah. Something that's going to make him say, yeah, I'll meet you there. You know, something like Ben's Chili Bowl and a beer. What did he drink on your date? Um, a glass of champagne. So did I. Oh, that's that's interesting. Okay. And then an old fashioned. <laughs> I like, I like, oh, there you go. Okay, Ben's Chili on. Bowl in an old fashioned. Whiskey after. bar in DC. Okay, we got a few for. Uh, oh, right. there's there's Jack Rose. That's a really good whiskey bar, actually. I've been meaning to go there. Oh, there you go. Okay, so. It's okay, I love right. it. Ben's Chili Bowl and Jack Rose. Is that even near each other? <laughs> Doesn't no. matter. You just said DC is a little dot. You can just take a taxi for 20 minutes anywhere in DC. Oh, everybody in the chat is telling me where to go. I love this. Oh my God, that's awesome. I'm like not even paying attention to the chat. <laughs> there we go. There's a speakeasy in Shaw called Never Looked Better. That's what you should oh, do. I love it. Okay. All oh, right, so. never look, Ben's Chili Bowl never looked better. Oh, I like <laughs> it. That's a good okay. one. Okay. Just put never looked better. Wait, where is that? Let's find, you're right. Let's find some dinner near that. I never. have it. Sexum, I have a riddle for you. Here goes. Ben's chili bowl never looked better. 7 p.m. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> I don't know. Is that too complicated? <laughs> yeah, that is too complicating. Like, all right, all right. So let's just keep like, this super simple. Hey, I'd like to see like you again. Are you available place. tomorrow night? There's a pizza place called All Purpose Shaw. Uh, so why don't you go pizza followed by never look cocked? Okay, so here's what you're gonna write. Oh, there's a few, there's a Ben Chili Bowl a few blocks away. All right, let's go with that. Oh my God, let's amazing. go. All right, so so you're gonna write. I think you should meet me at Ben Chili Bowl tomorrow, okay. at 7 p.m. After that, we'll go for a whiskey. We'll go for an old fashioned at Never Looked Better, and that's okay. it. You're not gonna ask it. That's it. That's the end of that sentence. And then you're gonna send it, and he's gonna reply. You just figure out what the reply is. <laughs> yeah, but listen, I mean, if you're in D.C. This is what I know about DC. People work like 70 hours a week. Yeah. Like you're just like always at work. And this guy might just, it just might be a matter of circumstance. Maybe he's just working and he's like three or four days went by and he's like, shoot, I never responded and I'm such a dick. And, you know, it's too late. I'm not even going to bother. Yeah. Like he didn't read, he had his, he has his read receipts on, right? So I replied on Friday and he didn't read it till Tuesday. But then wow. I'm just kind of like, you should have I... said that to us in the beginning. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, now I'm kind of like, do I even want to go down this road? Like I'm overanalyzing. I mean, that's all. Well, you clearly people. liked him enough to like call and like raise your hand and ask us about this. So yeah, you should go down this road. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay. I sent it. <gasps> okay. Okay. Thanks. Welcome to the Ask a Matchmaker Hotline. How can we help you? Hi, Maria and Louie. Um, big fan of your work. <laughs> um, I was wondering if you had any um, suggestions for how to, um, I guess, be in the moment and not get um, over-invested in like the very early stages of dating. Um, I have been seeing someone for about almost a month and I think also part of it is I I knew them from um, college, but we weren't like friends. I just knew of him. Um, so I think I had this idea of who he was before. Um, so I felt like very invested. Um, and I think, you know, I realized that I, I don't like fully know him yet. Um, I'm just like really excited. Um, but I've been trying, I know you say like to, you know, be out there and like date more than one person. And I've been trying really hard to do that, but, um, I just, (laughs) I feel like guilty. Like I, you know, I've had a few FaceTime dates this week and I just like, I feel like I know I'm not doing anything wrong. Um, but I just feel like it's like, I'm being dishonest. So, so you're, so the question is what exactly? How do I like manage my expectations, I guess, okay. maybe, and not get like over invested in this person, and just because I, I really enjoy hanging out with him, but I, and I, I like, I wish I could be more, you know, just saying like I'm having a really good time and like take things as they come. Um, so you say you've been seeing him for like a month. How many times have you seen him over the past month? Um, I would say like four times. Okay, like once so a once a week. Yeah. Okay. And what is he, what messages is he giving you? What signs is he giving you? Um, I mean, I've like, I think they're all positive signs. Like I, you know, he tells me that he's having a good time. Um, like I, I had asked him, I had mentioned like, oh, you know, it would be really great if you, you know, called me this week. And he did call me, um, like this past week. Um, he wasn't feeling, we were supposed to get together on Monday and he wasn't feeling well. So we FaceTime instead. Um, nice. yeah. So, I mean, I think like I'm there like positive signs from him. What are you guys doing for Valentine's day? So <laughs> we're supposed to get together on Tuesday or not Tuesday on Monday night. Okay. But I'm not like, I don't, I don't know. I don't have any like really big expectations. Like, well, have I, you communicated your expectations? No, I'm saying like I for Valentine's Day, like I feel like it it would be appropriate if he just said like, oh, happy Valentine's Day. Like I don't expect any grand gestures. I think maybe if it was like a few months in, I, I would expect something. But yeah, so I typically tell people like the first three to four dates, you shouldn't have any expectations. So that kind of is my res- my immediate response. And that's actually what I wrote. And then you just said, well, I don't really have any expectations. So well, sorry, I kind of was- feel like. That that, that was not correct. I had you have some expectations, but I guess in terms oh. of Valentine's Day. Okay. Well, as far as like where this is going, I think that when I when I tell people three or four dates, you shouldn't have really any expectations. Just try to get to know each other, try to have fun, and just try to, you know, live in the moment almost. And then maybe date five, six, seven. You know, maybe you can start to explore those options. It took you a month to get to four dates, which is pretty significant amount of time for four dates, right? So like once a week. Um, versus, you know, in my experience, the average person will go on four, four dates, like in the first two weeks 
I don't know if you agree, Maria, but that's typically what I would see. Yeah. Um, so when there's a lot of time in between these dates, sometimes it's like starting over every single time because exactly. it's a lot of time to get to go through um, between are doing, dates. Are you doing any FaceTime dates between the physical dates? Great I, question. Like what type of communication, not just FaceTime, texting, messaging. Yeah. I mean, or... he texts me like every day, like uh, all like. I, texting which... isn't dating though. Like that's just my fundamental belief that texting isn't dating. So like yeah. how often do you FaceTime each other? Because that can hold you over until your next physical date. Yeah. I mean, I, we FaceTimed this past, like on a few days ago, but that was because I, he was sick. So that was like instead. Uh, but I haven't really like brought up FaceTime. Well, do you otherwise. want that? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I think what I just want is like plans ahead of like, like the plans to see him. Have um, you tried to meet sooner than once a week? Like, have you tried to say, Hey, what are you doing tomorrow? What are you doing two days from now? I mean, so we both have like busy jobs and we live like an hour apart. So, mm, okay. and I think also in between, you know, these dates, like I, I had a trip. He had a trip. Mm -hmm. So like, it, it makes sense. Like, I, I don't feel like he's like putting off seeing Have me. you had any sleepovers how yet? No. Do you think how Monday will be a sleepover? Um, I don't think so. Just because I think like we're going to meet halfway. Do you want it to be a sleepover? I mean, I, I personally, like, I don't, I'm like holding off on like the physical, like a, like, let me ask you another question. Do you like him? Yeah, I really like him. Oh, you really I, like him. Okay. Yeah, there's like, been like, like zero enthusiasm <laughs> this whole time. And I'm just like, I don't even know if she likes this guy. I feel like she's doing him a favor. So you're no, scared no, no. of putting too many eggs in one basket. Yeah. Is what I'm understanding. Okay. Yeah. How, how, well, you're how already old are a month you? in. <laughs> yeah. How old um, are you? I'm 26. Okay. Oh, and how old is young he? too? Yeah. 29. So okay. It's really young. It is young. I mean, I'm happy that he's older than you by three. You years, don't so realize how young it that. is yeah. until you turn like 30 and you're like, oh yeah, that's, that's very young to be. But it yeah. depends. Where do you, where do you live? Oh you yeah. Know, maybe she's in Ohio. Yeah. So, so I live in Jersey and he okay. lives like farther. I mean, maybe this is, I don't know if you could like bleep this out. Cause I, I don't know. I just feel weird saying where he lives, but he lives in. Oh shit, that's far. That's like yeah. visiting a different country. Wait, so where in Jersey do you live? I live in. Can you also bleep this out? Yeah. Um, I live in. Holy shit, dude. That's like that's like for some reason I feel like when I lived in New York, it was faster for me to go to Boston than the idea of going to, like from Queens to Morristown. Uh, I will make sure that um, shit. That's a, that's a whole hour with no traffic. So there's yeah. always gonna be and two hours because that stupid once you get yeah. on 87. Clearly he likes you, right? So when you see each other, is he coming to you? Or are you going to him? Like what's that like? So the first time he came to me. Um wow. The second time, what was the second time? Um oh the second time I we met in the city. Um and then the third time he also came to Jersey. And I think on Tuesday, we're going to try to meet in like Jersey city. Um, do you, so you said you like him? Yeah, I like him a lot. 
So what do you, so what's the, so what's the issue then? Like, I'm, I'm just, I guess she's, I'm she's like, getting too excited. She's getting yeah, excited. Like and she's, she's trying to control herself. So she doesn't get hurt. Right. But ultimately you have to be vulnerable. I know. Um, like that's if, you're, thing, if this like, is going to go anywhere. So you can't really hold back. I mean, yeah, at this point, yeah, Louis, this is 100%. like, uh, yeah, I feel like you, you've been together for a month. So even though it's once every week, you're texting, you're communicating, you're making plans to see each other again. Clearly he's into you because there's no way a guy is going to drive from all the way to where you live if he's not into you right yeah the moment into you him, hit second date you know? that was it like he likes you because that's a really long distance to go for someone that you're like eh, about like for yeah. real that's first of all that's an expensive trip that's thirty dollars well he has a car that's thirty dollars oh yeah yeah the toll tolls the, is that the tolls is? alone yeah. are thirty dollars like so i'm saying is like you know you're that's yeah like I mean, this is my opinion. My whatever this is worth, I say go go 110 in. Like, just give it all you Same. got. Like, really go for it. You're 26 years old. If you get if, hurt, if, you get hurt. Yeah, if point. you get hurt, you get hurt. But you're you know you're 26, and like, and I don't want to like make you feel like I'm talking down to you because you're 26. I just feel like you have time to do this. This is the time you're going to do this if you're ever going to do this in your life, right? So this mm. could be your husband. So in order for that to happen, you just got to give it give it your all. I mean, and that's if you what get hurt, you get hurt, and then you you know, you put on, you know, you're going to get some time, get over the breakup and you date again. Like yeah. the best part about being 26, which is what everyone is saying in the chat box too, is like, Oh, to be 26 <laughs> again is to have the stamina and the energy to like wipe yourself off and do it again. It's a lot easier to do that at 26 than at 36 or 46 or 56. Yeah. So like the, so I've, I've been trying like really hard just to like be on like hinge and like be out there just to see that like this isn't the only person in the world but like do you think that backfires or that's like, gonna backfire if he finds out you're on it well i i feel also well, they're not exclusive yet I yeah mean, it's, we're not, not it's not like they're exclusive i like we matched on bumble and i deleted bumble because i was like nervous i was gonna check his like bumble to see if his location changed like for for, for cool. me this is a long distance relationship I think yeah. you're seeing each other once a week, which is fantastic for a long distance relationship. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, you know, you guys have been dating for a month and I think it's probably okay to ask him like, Hey, are you still seeing other people? I'm just, you know, where are you with this? Like, I know that we're, you know, an hour apart from each other, whatever. And we're seeing each other each, each week. I'm having a really good time. I really like you, you know, is this, is this going somewhere? Like, do you think that, that you're, are you still dating? Which is fine if you are. Yeah. You know, we're not exclusive and I'm not at all putting pressure on you about this, but, um, you know, we've been seeing each other for, you know, four, four dates now and it's been about a month and. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say go all in. Um, someone asked here if you're 39, is it the same in the same situation? I'm like, yeah, the same thing. Mm -hmm. Like if you, this is, I know I'm mentioning Valentine's day, but it, it actually does mean something. Right. And so it's like very tricky. And to me, it's like, look, it's been a month. And in my opinion, if you're not exclusive and in a relationship by the end of two months, it's just not going to happen. So, you know, you're not speeding anything up. It's completely reasonable to have questions and to, you know, have expectations and they should meet them, but it's good to communicate those expectations. And what I would say to you is that like, I would just lean in and if you get hurt, you get hurt. But if you like him and it's been a month and he's traveling and paying tolls, chances are <laughs> he likes tolls. you too. Yeah, I think I'm also just like in, I like I'm aware I'm insecure, um, okay. so I, I'm trying to like, you know, not inflict that on other people. Like I, 
so that I, that's like, that's something I'm, I'm working on, but I, I, don't... I need you to sit down and write down the 15 things that make you absolutely wonderful. You need okay. to write that list down and put it in your back pocket because that insecurity it's, it's, it's because you don't have that foundation of remembering what makes you the cherry on the cake. You are special. You are the cherry here. He's nothing. You're the cherry. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. So with that, all men are trash. You're <laughs> the cherry here. Okay. So, so you need to write down that list. 15 things that make me wonderful. Put that in your back pocket. Every time you feel insecure, look at it. And you know what? If he ends up not wanting to be in a relationship with you, well, look at all the things that he missed out on. You're the cherry here and you need to like, you need to believe it. And that's just, that's how I approach things. Uh, when I was single, if someone did not want to see me again, that happened many, many times. I was okay with it because I was like, wow, you get to miss out on something so freaking awesome. Cause I'm awesome. Okay. But that's, that's when you've gone on like three or four dates with somebody in like a week and a half, two weeks, right? If she's a month in, it's harder to, it's harder to do that because you have more to lose. I understand that. I understand that, but yeah. you know, that's all. That's it. Like her question was like, should I date other people? I don't, if you don't want to don't, it's not going to make it hurt less. You like this guy. So like him and see what Listen, happens. You, you always get what you give, right? So what is he giving you? That's, that's just really what's, 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 what's on my mind? Like, is he giving you hints or signs that, that, that he's not dating anyone else and that he really likes you and he's into you? Like, is he giving you that energy? I mean, we, we haven't like specifically talked about like apps, but I, I think he, you know, he put in like the effort. He's like planned really great dates. I mean, I, I planned the third one, but like the first two, he, you know, put in a lot of effort and, you know, like I, I said, oh, it would be really nice if you called me and he, he called me. And I mean, I, I think like when I'm with him, I feel, you know, really good. I feel like he's, and he he's told me that he's having a good time. Um, yeah. Don't overthink this. I think you just go into it with no expectations for the next two or three more dates and just have a good time. And, you know, that's going to make him see that side of you. He's going to want to be with you more. Thank you so much for your question. Thank you. Welcome to the Ask a Matchmaker Hotline. How can we help you? Hi, thank you so much. Um, my question is a little similar to the last one, only there was like a hiccup in the relationship. So um, I'm also in like my later 20s. Um, I've been single for five years. I've been dating on and off, like working on myself, going to therapy, like healing from a last relationship. And I met this guy, um, we hit it off really, really well. Um, according to like the 12 date rule, we went on six dates four in person. Wow. Uh, and on our fourth date, I had a little bit too much to drink. Okay. Um, I did black out, like nothing crazy happened, but he came over. He clearly like wanted to sleep over. I just from healing from the past relationship, like was a little anxious about it, but we did end up sleeping together and I, um, got really anxious afterwards. And I was just like, Hey, like I need to go into the living room. And I kind of just started cleaning. And then he got like upset that I wasn't coming to bed and just like left. And I texted him the next morning and I apologized like profusely. I was like, I'm so sorry. Like that was really out of character for me. Like I usually don't drink that much. And, um, this man has fired someone in the chat, but like, he was, are you so seeing my facial reactions I, as you're talking? 
I know, but he was like so chivalrous on all of the dates, like walked me home every time, like wasn't pushing me to do anything. Okay, stop. stop okay. Stop. You need to you need to pause and let's just reiterate some things that you said. Okay. This man slept with you when yes. you were inebriated. Yes. You had a natural response to the oxytocin coming in through your body while you were inebriated. And yes. in that response, you decided to clean. Yes. He wanted you to come back to bed yes. and you declined. And his response was to not show you some grace or to just be understanding that you're currently going through it. This, how old is this man? 27. This 27 year old piece of shit <laughs> left your house at yeah. what time? It was like 5 a.m. Fuck him. Fuck him, okay. fuck him, <laughs> fuck him. You just got my, this episode, an explicit okay. warning. Congratulations. <laughs> what, what, what is your actual question now? Um, how do I heal and move on and like, um, not let this affect my, go like... back to your therapist. Okay. <laughs> You're going to do the 12 date rule to completion next time, okay. because that guy, I mean, I'm not saying that if you do 12 dates, that's not going to happen to you, but right. like, girl, what the hell? I know. I really, I don't mean what the hell to you for doing six weeks. I don't care. Rules are meant to be broken. I'm saying, girl, why are you excusing this man? Why are you qualifying his chivalrous behavior? He's a piece of shit. I know. 5 a.m. That is not normal. Yeah, no, you're, you're totally right. And I know that my friend said the same thing. I think I just needed to hear it. I don't know. I just needed to be yelled at. So thank you. You're welcome. Let's take our last question. Well, I'm, wait, what was oh, his response ahead, sorry, when, when you sent that, when you sent that text the next morning, what was and the response? apologized? Oh, what a piece he, of shit. He was basically like, I just, I had an early morning. Like, I don't understand why you wouldn't just come back to bed. Like you, he was like, you just like kept drinking. And he was like, you, it just made me really uncomfortable. And so I was like, yeah, like, I'm really sorry. Like I didn't mean to. And then, um, I was like, if um, you want to see me again, like, I'd love to make it up to you. I know. I know. I see Maria. I'm going to kill you. Um, and I'm going to kill um, I you. I texted him the next day and was like, hey, like, are you free to talk? Because we had like FaceTime before and he is moving this coming weekend. And so he was like, hey, like possibly later. I'm trying to get some moving stuff done today. And I was like, OK, like good luck moving. And then I haven't heard from him in like five days. This was last. So yeah. let me ask you, did you keep yeah. drinking after you got out of the bed, after you had sex, you went back and drank more and you cleaned and you were drinking more. Cause he's, you said that he mentioned that you kept drinking. I think I kept drinking after I came back to the house, but he was drinking too. Okay. I think I got more inebriated than he did. Um, and like, it, I remember everything. Like, it's yeah. not like, I think my anxiety just got to yeah. me. I think I'm nervous about being physical with someone new. And so the mm. drinking helped and lesson learned, but um, yeah. So, yeah, uh, I stand by what I said before. Um, he could have just given you space. He didn't, yeah. he left at 5. AM and instead of him reaching out to you to see how you're doing, yeah. you reach out to him and you apologize. Yeah. And no, 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 We're not going to do this. Um, so, uh, you know, if it helps, just, you know, put this podcast in your saved and listen to it whenever you need to listen to it. Uh, talk to your therapist. Um, yeah. and, um, you know, how to prevent this in the future. Um, 
talk to your therapist. Yeah. Talk to your therapist about how to prevent this in the future. Not necessarily having sex, but, um, but like, why was your coping mechanism to clean and drink? Uh, talk to your therapist about that because I think your therapist might have more insight than I can possibly give you, uh, as a matchmaker. So what if the roles were reversed? Okay. I'm just, listen, I'm a man, right? So like, I can't help but wonder what if the exact scenario happened and the roles were reversed? I'd go back to So I went to bed, you know, I was drunk. I went to bed with a woman and, you know, after, you know, we're done, I freak out, I have anxiety and she's laying in bed and I get up and I start cleaning. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, and then, and she keeps saying, just come back to bed. Just come back to bed. Oh no, no, I'm cleaning. I'm cleaning. I'm cleaning. Okay. So I'm just imagining this. Right. Yeah. And like, maybe she's feeling uncomfortable because I'm just cleaning and we just were intimate and like, like what's happening right now. Yeah. And so maybe she just says, well, okay, well, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to head home and maybe she's feeling uncomfortable. And then she just like, like heads home. Right. So I don't know. I mean, I, I I just have to be really honest here. Just, and I don't want to be that guy that's like, oh, you're unrealistic or whatever. So I'm just so curious. What, 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 what's the, is she, is she the opposite of, of a dick? You know, um, so I just don't know what, you know, what she would be if she got up and left. And then he, and then I apologized to her the next morning and said, I'm so sorry. I had anxiety and I started cleaning. This is out of character for me. And she says, you know, I'm moving next week. You know, I have a lot going on, whatever. So Maria, I'm just more worried, curious about like, what is your response then? Yeah. I'm not going to play the hypothetical game right now on this. Like, Like, no, like, like there's no response to it because it's like, I don't but know. Listen, a if lot he's of, feeling uncomfortable, this doesn't, this doesn't, when men come, they relax and they go to bed. They don't get this extra dose of oxytocin, which will drive you crazy. Like, I'm sorry, but how men and are women we are built like men don't know, men, we're, we're like cavemen, you know, we're not he's like that evolved. Seven years old. Was yeah, that's first young. Time having that's sex? really young. Men are oh, emo- not emotionally developed he, at 27. That's fine. And that's fine. I accept that. But this caller should not be dating him. It's not her responsibility to fix a man. But it's also like if he's uncomfortable and he'd rather excuse himself from a situation, I feel like that's something that he should be able to do without being called a dick, right? Like, I feel like, Great. you know, what, I, do you, what does I, he do? I accept that. I accept that. What was his actions after he left at 5 a.m.? Where was his reassurances? She's still drunk on the oxytocin. That hasn't left. But She's it's not like anxious. he left her at a, at a hotel. It's not like he left her somewhere strange where she didn't, or at a party where he, she didn't okay. know. She was home. So like he, he, he excused himself and he left. And I don't know, maybe everyone listening to this is going to disagree with me, but I can't, I can't not just ask just okay. because. It, well, let's you know. look at, let's look at the facts after the fact. Has he reached out to her on his own? I, I don't know. I'm, I'm waiting for her to respond. Oh, okay. Uh, no, he hasn't. Okay. A person who wants to give reassurances is going to reach out and be like, listen, I just want to make sure you're doing okay. I know yesterday was really stressful. You know, if you want to talk about it, I'm here. He didn't do that. But if a guy does something strange, a woman can ghost him and say, yeah, I'm not interested. Like, like, what if, what if this was the type of situation where he's like, she's not right for me. I don't know. This is, you know, I don't know. I'm just saying like, maybe he's just like, maybe he panicked and he freaked out and he left. And then she apologized the next morning. And he's like, yeah, you know, I understand. And I'm moving. This was not a one night stand. They had already been on multiple dates beforehand. But, but. 
So but I'm her giving actions, you answers. It's okay if I know, you don't agree No, no, I'm them. giving you a response as well. But her her actions also could be a pr- fundamental reason why maybe he doesn't want to see her again. Maybe Fine. maybe this is out of the ordinary for him, right? That's acceptable. So, maybe maybe you know, he, he thinks was, that um, she drank too much. That's acceptable. But so there's I ways- I agree a hundred percent with like bye. He's not right for you. So let's just be clear. But but the reaction to the situation is kind of what I'm like kind of like walking a, a fine line around right um so i don't know i'll i'll just i'll just shut up no it's <laughs> I fine know. it's okay it's, i think yeah. people like it when we disagree and we're we're yeah. having a we have very different perspectives on this and i mean that's what i appreciate about when you're on because it's like male versus female perspective um what i see here is that this woman went on multiple dates with a man they had sex for the first time which is a really vulnerable thing to do on both ends um, and for whatever reason, she felt anxious after yeah. and he didn't, I don't, it doesn't seem like he did anything to calm her. It seems like he was just like, come to bed, come to bed, come to bed. She didn't want to come to bed. If I were him, I would have just gone straight to bed. I would just go to sleep. Just go to sleep. It's okay. Um, but isn't like, Hey, come back to bed. Isn't that like trying to calm her? Like, do you, did you feel like he was like, Hey, come back to bed. Like, you know, stop cleaning, come back to bed. Like, like, I don't know. I mean, I wasn't there, but, but but people's communication style is, you know, it's different and it's subjective sometimes. And did you tell him about 12 date rule before? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. So I can't uh, even say, all right. I mean, look, also- you still have agency here, right? You said that you weren't, you, you wanted to have sex with him. Yeah. In the moment. I think I needed to be like in- inebriated a little to like relax myself, but yes, I did. And then I think the other like part to this is like he had talked to me on dates before about how he has gotten like really drunk on past dates to the point where he actually lost his two front teeth because he fell once. Oh, God, girl. So I'm okay. Just, um, me we're the not great- gonna date. Whatever, whatever's okay. happening here. Even if he reaches out, don't go back out with him. Okay, we'll do. Thank you. Um, yeah, you're welcome. Let's All go right. to our last caller. Welcome to the Ask a Matchmaker Hotline. How can we help you? Hey guys. Thank you so much for doing this. I'm so excited to get to chat with you both. Um, I'm a small business owner. I had a date over the summer, which was great. And then after the date, I realized that he was a pathological liar. And Uh. I decided to take some distance away from him to kind of process everything. And then very respectfully told him that I very much enjoyed his time and our time together, but that we were just on different paths looking for different things. And then he went and decided to Google review my business. (gasps) So now I'm extremely cautious on the internet with my name on my profiles and I use my middle name and I've created an Instagram that is you can like hear the nervousness in my voice yeah um so I created like a dummy Instagram because obviously my business Instagram has nothing to do with me and getting to know me um but I'm also using my middle name like my alias on there and I'm just saying that I am you know a teacher because I have to protect this do you think that that's a good idea, a bad idea. What do you recommend here? I'm also using a Google phone number. And I just crying? feel like it's just, it's like very, it's such a like sensitive topic for me because I want to be completely vulnerable and open and like just honest. But it's like, I can't be because then there's these assholes that are out on the internet that are just like 
vindictive and not trustworthy. And it's just like, what am I supposed to do here? Like, I'm a really great catch. Like, why are you trying to like stomp on me like a cockroach when you're the piece of shit here? And then you just prove that by going on the internet to try and like blast me. Right. I'm going to give you some business advice first before I give you relationship advice. Okay. So, um, first of all, um, is that Google review still up? Yes. Okay. So have you responded to it? No, I tried to like reach out to Google. They're basically useless. Yeah, they are. So here's the thing. Sometimes you can look at a review and you have to decide if I respond to it, does it, cause people, when they look at reviews, they look at, they want to look at the responses from the owners too. And sometimes a review will be just so freaking asinine that like no response is needed. You're like, wow, this person's clearly a crazy person. Um, right. like they're, they're being ignored. I've, I've had that happen to my own business as well, where it's like, you're clearly unstable. It's very clear in the words that you're using and what you're describing. Like Maria did not work with you, but you've decided to be vindictive and it's obvious in what you're writing. But in this case, what I would do is I would reply and I would say, um, I I would just be very honest. I went on a date with this person and it didn't work out. And instead of just leaving the date in dignity or you don't say, you don't have to be even put feelings in. I went on a date with this person, period. It did not work out, period. Unfortunately, he has decided to take this route because let me tell you something. When people look up your listing, as long as you're over two stars, people are still going to look at your reviews, right? So if you have a review like that, it actually makes you more sympathetic to your customers. Um, so I would say to you, whatever review he's put in, you need to reply to it and just say the facts. The facts are the following three sentences. I went on a date with this person, period. It did not work out, period. Unfortunately, he decided to leave my business a review, even though he's not a customer period. That's it. You don't have to add your feelings to it. Other people will connect the dots. So that's the business advice that I would give you for this. Now, as a matchmaker, I think you should not lie and say that you're a teacher. I think you should say that you're a business owner. I don't think you should use a, uh, I mean, if you want to use a fake name, by all means, use a fake name. Plenty of people do it. If you want to have a fake Instagram, by all means, have a fake Instagram. Plenty of people do it. And anyone you date will understand that. They'll say like, oh, you're using a different name because you want to be private because of your business. I completely understand that, right? You don't want to lie about your age. It's okay to have a Google voice. Like certain things are fine. I don't want you to lie about what you do for a living though, because a teacher and their temperament is very different than a business owner and her temperament, a female business owner and her temperament. Those are two different types of people that are very self-selecting. Like the people that are going to reach out to you, they self-select you. So a person who's a teacher, uh, who, a person who was open to dating a teacher is going to reach out to a teacher and a person who's open to dating a boss, a, a, a boss bitch. I say that in like the positive connotation. Um, they're going to, you know, they're going to be like, yeah, this is it. I want someone who's super driven and ambitious. That's awesome to me. So these things need to be forthright. Okay. Thank you. I am um, like, how many, is, do you have like very few reviews? Is this why it's so emotional because it stands out or I'm just curious. Well, no, I mean, I probably have about like two or three dozen, but I mean, I'm just okay. like a, you know, small hometown kind of business. So 
Um, it's just it's it's just really frustrating because I feel like I would write it in the chat so we can all give you a five star review. Yeah, that's what I was just gonna say. The great thing about Google, the bad thing about Google is they'll never re- remove a review, right? And I feel your pain. I feel those tears because I share some of those feelings with you because you know. I have like a handful of reviews that are not even my clients. I don't even know who these people are. And they just yeah, write reviews same. on there. And, and I, like, who is this? Like, I have no idea, right? So I feel your pain. But I will say what's great about Google is you can literally get 500 people to give you a five-star review. And that review that he wrote will be drowned out completely. Like, no one will ever see it. So it'll we be way at the it. bottom. So you should definitely you, reply uh, to it. Can you everybody the chat? <laughs> that you know should give you a five-star review for your business. Everybody. Thank you. I appreciate that. And then, and then you the, won't feel so bad about it because no one is ever going to see his review. It's just so frustrating because I was like, I was so like gentle, like coming out of it. And I like chose my words so carefully with like how to like, you know, n- not be accepting of a follow-up date. Um, and it just, it just got out of control. Like he started yeah. calling don't, from like different don't numbers, allow this. block yeah. numbers. Don't allow this to else. dictate. Like, Ooh, I can't yeah. change like my personal phone number because this is what's listed everywhere, you know? So it just, it, it got so messy. I was like, how do I make sure this never happens again? So now I have like a five date rule. Like I will not give you my personal information until I've like somewhat vetted you. All right. Thank you so much, you guys. No, thank you. That's that's happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy uh, Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Well, happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> I'm so happy to have you on again. Um, it's so funny because originally I was like, oh, we have already had Louis two times this season. I'm not gonna have him on again. It's like, no, people keep asking for you. So I was like, of course I'm gonna uh, have Louis on. I'm so happy you're here. I mean, I love being here. Uh, I know we don't always agree on everything. And, we don't have to. Uh, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> Thanks again for coming to the Ask a Matchmaker podcast. And so, Louis, where can people find you? I'm on Instagram. It's Louis Felix, uh, L-O-U-I-E-F-E-L-I-X. And it's that simple. Thank you. And if you want to talk to Louis and have a dating strategy call or a dating assessment with him, follow the link in the show notes and you'll be connected to his calendar. And hey, maybe you and I get to work together this year and help you find next year's Valentine. Thank you for listening Love to the it. Ask a Matchmaker podcast. Be lovable, but more importantly, be likable. See you next week.